0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The NFL's Game of the Week, the Game of the Year, was somehow played at 10 a.m. local time in San Francisco. The 49ers were the 48ers. 94 combined points, 981 yards, a of total offense A huge win by the new number one seed in the NFC, the Niners. Let's bring in Joe Shasky, the butcher boy from 95-7, the game in the Bay Area. Good to see you, my friend. It's Ross Tucker and Dave Briggs. Go ahead, yell at all of us out here on the East Coast. (laughs) Go ahead and gloat. I thought, we thought, most thought Jimmy Garoppolo could not put a team on his shoulders and lead them to victory the way he did yesterday.
1: Oh, man, so many things to unpack from yesterday's game. Their defense, which was leading the way for the team, got shredded yesterday. Sean Payton, let's talk about him for a second. He's the Doc Rivers of the NFL. Is he a good coach? Absolutely. The guy whines on every single possession. He's crying left and right. And the Saints are one of the sneaky, dirty teams in the league. Did you see the final play of the game? The guy was ripping George Kittle's face mask for, what, 9, 15 yards? I mean, that was unbelievable. They cry and whine after every single play. Sean Payton's still not over Bounty Gate and the 49ers exposing him and Greg Williams uh, in the 2011 divisional round when he said he was going to cut the head off of Alex Smith and Frank Gore. I'm so sick of the New Orleans Saints. It's unbelievable. And yes, he's a great play caller, but when push comes to shove, why does Sean Payton always find himself in these dilemmas late in games where he's discombobulated and his team loses their emotion because he constantly loses his emotion. I'm telling you, this was a huge loss for the Saints. They lose the inside track to a a divisional game and having that bye, but for the 49ers, this was all about Jimmy Garoppolo. 350 yards, four touchdowns, the one interception off of Emmanuel Sanders' hands. He's doing this with a backup center. Weston Richburg was fantastic all year after hurting himself last year. You know, Ben Garland goes in there, and they didn't skip a beat. Emmanuel Sanders... Gashing them. Raheem Moser, gashing them. The rookie, Debo Samuels, gashing them. And then the biggest play of the year, fourth and two, you go to George freaking Kittle and the animal turns it upfield and gets them in field position. This is a signature win of the Shanahan, John Lynch era. All right.
2: So here's my question, Joe, are people out there loving, Kittlemore more or Jimmy G more? Are there more Kittle jerseys
1: being sold or more Jimmy G jerseys being sold these days? Well, you ask my wife, my wife's going to tell you it's Jimmy Garoppolo by a landslide. But if you ask just the diehard fans that I see out in the stands... George Kittle is going to go down as one of the all-time 49er legends. And I mean this, and I'm not saying this without pause. I mean, my grandfather's 85 years old, goes all the way back to Kezar 1946 when the team originated. He says to me, Joe, there's Patrick Willis, there's Bob St. Clair, there's Ronnie Lott, and there's George Kittle. Guys who could play in any era with any team at any time. George Kittle is is a fan favorite. He's like a WWE superstar. The guy's an absolute hero to young fans. The old school fans love his grit, the way he blocks on the edge. He just does everything for this team. He's the Gronk 2.0 of today's day and age. And it's saying a lot to say that he could be the greatest tight end in 49er history. We have Brent Jones, Russ Francis. Don't forget Vernon Davis had a hell of a career for the 49ers, 50 career touchdowns, uh, broke the, the individual touchdown record for the 49ers multiple times. And George Kittle's more talented and a better football player than Vernon Davis. And I hold Vernon Davis in unbelievably high regard. So, yeah, George Kittle is an absolute stud. But if you ask the ladies, I mean, it's Jimmy Jesus, baby. Come on, look at the man. He looks like Superman.
0: <laughs> yeah, but if you ask the fellas, it's got to be George Kittle. And I'm trying to think of another image that really sums up what Kittle did to those three poor unsuspecting saints dragging them merciless mercilessly down the field. It reminds me butcher boy, when I hit something on, on the highway accidentally and it hangs onto your back bumper and you hear it dragging down the road. <laughs> oh, it was a sad scene, but do you feel differently about this team? Yes. Jimmy Garoppolo put them on their shoulders, led them to win a hostile victory. What happened though to the defense? I mean, that is a
1: ton of yards and points. Well, it's a combination of a couple of things. First off, they, ha- they haven't played too many games on turf. I mean, that's that's number one. I think the speed of the New Orleans Saints absolutely killed them. I also thought Drew Brees and Sean Payton did a fantastic job with the three-step drops. I mean, they got rid of the ball as fast as they possibly could. And it kind of went against the 49ers because they were playing soft zone coverage. And then if you notice in the second half, I mean, third quarter, they held them to three points. Uh, they completely adjusted. Now, late in the game, I think they were absolutely gassed. You got to remember, this three-game stretch was an unprecedented NFL schedule three-game press. You go up against the Green Bay Packers, then you go up against the Baltimore Ravens, and now the New Orleans Saints. And I just think that this seems winded. They-, they spent the entire week on the East Coast in Florida. They were gassed in this one. What specifically is wrong with the defense Everybody's hurt. I mean, they're missing D4. They're missing Quan Alexander. Jaquaski Tart. the quarterback of their uh, of their secondary, was out. Richard Sherman was hobbling out. But you know what? It's next man up for this team. That's kind of been the story for the entire year. Dre Greenlaw steps in and looks phenomenal. DJ Jones coming with a huge punch out. Uh, Fred Warner, the senator, has just been absolutely just unbelievable. And then Nick Bosa. Even when he doesn't get to the quarterback, this guy's football IQ is through the roof. I'm I'm telling you, he is the white Michael Strahan. He's chiseled out of granite. The guy is relentless. I've never seen a player who is constantly in position to make plays. He may not make the play every single time, but he's always in the backfield disrupting things. And then for the Saints, I mean, Michael Thomas is unstoppable. He might be the best wide receiver in the game right now. Size, speed, catch radius. I mean, he's a better A.J. Green, more physical player. He's unbelievable. I'm so impressed with him. And then I thought Latavius Murray ran the ball really, really, really hard. I just don't want to hear about Taysom Hill anymore. The guy, I mean, gee, the the broadcast makes it out like Taysom Hill is the next Joe Montana. The guy, where was he in the final four minutes of that game? Don't talk about him like he's like going to come in and, and do something. And then in the final four minutes when push comes to shove, the guy's on the sidelines. I'm so sick of hearing about Taysom Hill. I think the rest of America that's not Saints fans agrees with me on that one.
2: You know, it's interesting, Joe, because we've talked before about maybe a, a little fair-weather Niners fans. But in New Orleans t- this morning and after the game last night, they were sh- talking about their frustration about how many Niners fans were in New Orleans yesterday. I I mean, I I don't know if you could tell, there were a lot of Niners red jerseys there. I thought it was a great showing by the Niners fans on the road. What does that
1: say about them? Well, you know, you got to understand here, Ross, the the, the 49ers are a sleeping giant. I mean, they're a West Coast juggernaut. In, In many respects, from the 80s through the 90s, they were the NFL's version of the Yankees. I mean, you're a great free agent. Richard Dent. we're going to bring you in. Ricky Jackson, we're going to bring you in. Deion Sanders, we're going to bring you in. And what ended up happening was the Raiders moved to L.A. And so not only did they take over the Northern California market, I mean, it, in essence, they took over the West Coast market. And then they had some down years. But you have generations of fans who grew up, and Joe Montana and Steve Young and Jerry Rice were their favorite players. Many, In many ways, just like how the Patriots are right now, where you have Patriot fans all all across the country because they've been so great for so long and in the last five years you know we've been in hiding to be totally honest for it's hard to go out and spend money and invest your emotion on a team that's winning two games a year that's winning four games a year that loses their quarterback after week three so yes this is a sleeping giant a West Coast juggernaut look at the television ratings they've had massive massive numbers not just here in San Francisco I'm talking nationwide and as far as them traveling the 49ers have always, always, always traveled well. that That's one of the sneaky things about this fan base. Problem is, is that when they stink, we don't even want to show up because it's the West Coast. There's There's sun, there's golf, there's, you know, kids' soccer games. There's so many things that you can do here in San Francisco. If the team sucks, I have enough expendable money, yeah have to go to the game unfortunately not everybody's as diehard as me but uh but when they're winning oh believe me we will wrap our arms around a winner look at the golden state warriors i mean when they were on top of the world they're the biggest thing in sports have you heard about them this year i think they're on three wins like 19 losses because there's so many other things that we can do out here because we're not snowed in because we're not stuck on the couch it's california baby well, you got some good ones coming up. You got your old friend
0: Dan Quinn and his former OC, Atlanta at home. And then you got the Rams who look a lot better. And to finish out at Seattle, which could be the game of the year, could be with all the chips on the line. And whoever loses that game could, could fall to the fives. So he doesn't have to go on the road. Looks like that right now is Seattle. Joe Shasky, it's been a pleasure as always. Congratulations and best of luck the rest of the way, my friend.
1: Gentlemen, let me tell you, us San Francisco natives are going up to Seattle December 29th. I'm telling you, a caravan of us are already planning. Last minute, Ticketmaster, we're all over it. We're invading the state of Washington. Get ready for it. Oh, and by the way, the trip to Miami goes through Levi Stadium. Let's go, Niners!
2: Hey everybody, it's Ross Tucker. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day exclusively on the radio.com app or on the web at radio.com slash home.
1: (sighs) Ah.